0: And make yourself useful and find the end of that.
1: Thank God, I just Ice cream. My ice cream. Hi, and welcome to Wheel Nerds. This is episode 146. I'm Todd. And I'm Chuck. We're going to be talking about motorcycles.
0: That's all, really. really? Motorcycles. Funny, fun, funny joke here. Something funny. Zing! Something. <laughs> something, <laughs> something. Something. Uh, something. Ha. Huh. Ah. Shit. I just completely blanked out there. That's all right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I am bad
1: at this. You are terrible at show.
0: <laughs> terrible at show. We're gonna talk about the de- de- mm-hmm. Strong showing Chuck.
1: That your 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 joke falls flat. Your joke is about as exciting as like, the thruxton where you know it looks like there'll be this good package that's really just funny and you know entertaining okay. and then you get on it's
0: kind of like uh... well you know triumph is uh, going to address that triumph has been listening they're going they're going to address the uh, problem maybe i hope <laughs> so triumph is uh, going back and i thought what prompted this off is that they know somebody else was making a scrambler that was really good mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and they were like we should make a scrambler that's you know good Gooder, goodish. So they they're coming out. They they're revamping their their new classics line. So now they're going to do a new new classics, new new <clears throat> classics. Okay. So they they're inter they're you know they're keeping the same essentially the same models, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but they're introducing new motors. And the Thruxton could use one of those, right? Uh, and the possibly thrux- a, a suspension upgrade. Uh, the classics all shared an eight sixty five cc motor, which um, was which had some great. Uh, None <laughs> of not oomph, mind you just eh. it moved it made the bike go places <laughs> um so what they're doing now is they've gone back and they're going to um introduce a 900 and a 1200 cc version of the motor hmm. and those are going to go into different models ah okay. uh, the Thruxton is going to get the 1200 yeah um the Bonnie I think gets the 1200 as well yeah um the scrambler isn't is going to get the 900 yeah. The smaller one, which mm-hmm. was kind of disappointing to me. And they have a new model that they're calling the Street Twin. Which looks kind of like the others. And Yeah, and that's going to be their low end. That's going to be they like all, the, they the all smallest one. They all look just like the old ones. Yeah. Which I suppose on some level is sort of the point of these bikes, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, the, the like bikes... if it looks
1: different, it would be wrong. Yeah, the it.
0: bikes look pretty much like what they've always looked like. Mm-hmm. But now they are hopefully have oomph and less. Less excitement. Because you know, the Man. thing I like about the Thruxton is it just didn't... For a 900 motor and for
1: the weight of the thing, which was not not small, not light, it really
0: did not deliver the goods. It didn't, it didn't excite, Excite. yeah. No. There was no excitement. There was no rush there. Mm-mm. But with a 1,200cc mil, you know, I'm, I'm hoping there'll be. It'll be like a more more energetic, uh uh-huh. Yeah, so they're doing the Thruxton and the Thruxton, argh. And the difference
1: is fancier shocks, which Thruxton could use. Uh, Yeah, it looks like. With some good shocks and some better suspension, the Thruxton might handle a little better. If they didn't do something about the rake on the front end, they're going to have to fix that. It was the the front wheels fat and the rake was wrong for it, it felt like.
0: Uh, It looks like they're going to go for 23 degree brake. Um, I don't know how that compares to... says it's significantly steep. st- steeper.
1: Ah, yes. Excellent. That might actually be a good bike
0: then. Uh, suspension and brake components are what separate the two models. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the base model has twin shocks, ramp preload adjusters with dual disc uh, two-piston calipers on the front wheel. The R gets some uh, gold. Good stuff. And fully adjustable inverted show of fork. And Olin's fully adjustable piggyback shocks on the rear. Brembo MonoLock four piston brakes. That's a pretty freaking significant upgrade. <laughs> yeah, that that sounds like a pretty sexy setup. Yep. Um, the question is, will it handle?
1: I think it, it probably would. Uh, well, the the, the decreased uh, with the brakes probably help. You help a lot. The <laughs> suspension would probably help. The brakes will be nice. The yeah. brakes
0: weren't bad on it. No. But uh, yeah, it's I, got. It's got potential. I mean, that's the thing. The, the reason I sold my Thruxton is just was kind of boring Yeah. To ride. It looked nice. It looked great. It and looked and great. It just kind of, Yeah. yeah. This Thruxon uh, R kind of sounds pretty pretty hot. Yeah. Yeah, make yeah. sure you ride it first before you buy it. Well, that's the thing. Fucking the, our local dealer yeah. sent out an email saying they're taking reservations now because they're sure this thing's just going to be flying off the showroom floor like yeah. the Scrambler did. Mm-hmm. So they're like, you know, buy now. Reserve now come on in. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, this is really kind of cool and stuff, but I don't know if I want to just buy it sight unseen. Not, uh, no, not, not, no. Uh, How about no. No. no? But they're offering incentives. Oh, no. They do have a Stelvio lurking around on there, I think. They're offering incentives oh, to, they? to come by. Uh, if you had bought this past weekend, uh-huh. you could have got a new iPad. For free. That seems
1: like, like a, that, that just sounds like a joke we'd tell. <laughs> honestly <laughs> that sounds like it sounds like they're writing wheel nerds jokes new, new ipad just, you here's, could, here's a new i device for buying the hipster you, bike you ride this to the starbucks down mm-hmm. the street yeah, and so go inside, inside go and and
0: surf on your train. ipad yeah and put all our pictures on the instagram of your your oh, yeah right through the window of the starbucks mm-hmm. you can get yep. the logo in the mm-hmm. corner mm-hmm. And, and cup and hold everything. your satan cup satan top, yeah, yeah great fuck yeah
1: what i don't understand solid let's go buy three mm-hmm. yep this, this Sounds like exactly the the motorcycle experience I was looking for. Now, to be fair, if you didn't want the iPad,
0: Mm -hmm. they were also offering a Costco card. Oh, sure, for the middle-aged buyers. And a set of heated gear. Jacket, gloves. Which would actually be nice, considering it
1: has no wind protection of any kind. Right. And it's fall. So they had, like, the whole... Okay. They yeah. had all three bases covered. Which one are you? Are you a, are you a coffee guy? <laughs> are
0: you are you a middle-aged guy? <laughs> or are you actually going to ride this thing? <laughs> <laughs> I would have faced a tough decision there. Yeah. Because I, I have a foot in all three of those markets. <laughs> uh, mm. I like coffee and nerdy techie stuff. Uh, I am middle-aged with a, a household to support. Mm-hmm. And yep, uh, I, yep. I am going to ride your bike. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I do like the way this, this track kit looks. I, I can't lie. With a little
1: bikini fairing? Yeah. You know, if the bikini fairing gave some good wind protection, I'd be all over it. You'd probably have to be really tucked in behind that to get much. Could be. I mean, it could be also like the windscreen on the, uh, the Speed Triple.
0: Oh, yeah, it which could was, be.
1: Which was, you know, it was this dinky little thing that didn't look like it would do anything, but it was phenomenal mm-hmm. the way it cleaned up the air. So who knows? A, I don't think that will. Oh, they're,
0: going to, they're also going to introduce a race-only power kit. Stainless headers, no, cal- convert, no catalytic converters, stainless open exhaust, race spec cam, race spec air filter, clip on handlebars. I can't see anyone abusing this. Oh, they're really full of themselves with that bike,
1: aren't they? <laughs> they, have a, they have a high opinion of themselves.
0: These are these are I who boy, I'm. I'll I'm, tell you who. A, I'll tell you why. Who, When I went and bought that Threxon back a few years ago, Mm -hmm. one of the things they told me is you could take your Threxon, and this is the only modern bike that will qualify for vintage races. Well, not now with the 1200cc mill. Maybe not now. (laughs) Who knows? Maybe it will. You don't don't tell them what year it is. You're just like, yeah, it's a The only modern bike that will qualify for vintage See, that
1: sounds like Ural sitting in the background like, hey.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Did you just call the Ural modern bike? Strictly okay, speaking. maybe the, the new model with the fuel injection—that's all fancy. It had fancy carbs. They were nice CV Kalins. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> I gotta
1: admit, though, this is kind of sexy. It, it, it looks cool. I, I it looks like the kind of bike that looks cool and is not fun to ride. You think? The seat looks
0: extremely unpleasant. I did change the seat on mine. Yeah. That that was... that was. Um, I wonder if my Cor... I still have my old Thruxton seat. Mm-hmm. Go down and see if it fits? Yeah,
1: I wonder if it would fit. I'm still tempted to go down and see if mine fits on the new Strom. I'm sure it won't, because they probably
0: just subtly changed it. But if it did, that would be a problem. I read somewhere that they had changed the way the seat attaches to the bike. Mm-hmm. On the, the old bikes, you had, like, two bolts you put in. Yeah. And apparently now it's a key. Oh, them. like... Like, like a modern like bike. A modern bike. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. That would be kind of cool. I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I
1: don't I'm know. still I'm still having trouble imagining because here's the thing. For the same money you could get this thing for, you could buy like one and a half street triple R's. I wonder how much this thing is going for. I don't know. But I'm betting it's not cheap. I'm betting not cheap is, is in the offing here.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm going to go with... The R Thruxton is probably close to twenty. You think that much? Well what did the old one? The old one was twelve for the base model and oh. went up from there.
0: No, it was it was more really? like I think I paid eleven for
1: mine. <laughs> You're splitting hairs now, mate. But yeah, I I you I'm think betting...
0: that twenty, really? Twenty for the R, not for, the for R. Like, with the kit and stuff.
1: No, no, the kit the kit the kit'll be more. Um <laughs> Really? You think that much? Yeah, I think that much. Well look at look at what like a Thunderbolt costs. Which is very much like or er, the thunderbolt, the thunderball, the the chicken. You Bolt. just call me mate. What's the what's the freaking? Why did Jen you call has? me mate? I don't know. <laughs> what's um, wrong with you? <laughs> uh, what, what's the one Jen has? The thunder chicken, thunderbird, thunderbird. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A twelve hundred cc side by side Triumph Mill. Or hers is eighteen, I guess. Um, but you know, I mean, it's it's. I'm betting. I'm betting you're looking close to 20 here.
0: How much does this bike
1: cost? We're not telling
0: you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: tell me, fucker.
0: Just an MSRP. Someone tell me how much the fucking thing costs. Oh, it's it's totally going to be just under 20. You wait and see. I have a heart. I can't. I
1: can't. Uh-huh. Yeah, and yet. I can't. And yet. And yet. What? And yet it moves. Because you know. For the R model of this bike, someone will pay close to 20 grand. You know that person is out there. I, You've I, probably encountered this person before. I am not that person. I know. How much will you cost, bike? It's not going to tell you. It's a big secret still. They're going to tell you and everybody's going to be like,
0: whoa! But fuck that. Our dealer's already, like, trying to sell the stupid things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well... We may, we may never know the answer. It's big a big mistake. They expect the standard to cost 9,000 pounds, with the R coming in at 12,000 pounds. 20 grand. Thanks. Shop again. <laughs> 12,000 pounds is not 20 grand. Whatever happens you sleep at night. It's 18,000. <laughs> <laughs> Game, set, It Match. can't
1: be that much for that bike. Oh, that's totally that much for that bike.
0: No. Somebody, and you know why they do
1: that? Because someone's gonna pay it.
0: I could have bought an SX. Someone's gonna pay it. I could buy an SX. You could buy two street triples for that much money. (sighs) Maybe three street triples. Not the R. <laughs> and then, why? Why would you charge that much for? that Well, you pie? could buy this with the track kit
1: and be slower and less maneuverable than a screw triple. It would be great. Why would you buy that? And pay that much for that? Why would you do that? Look at how triumph. They want to. They want to uh, grasp the. You, breaking the, my it's, heart. It's the, the the R version is not for the people who got the iPad, Chuck. It's for the people who get the Costco card. And they have more disposable income.
0: It's breaking my heart. <laughs> I, 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 can almost see myself seriously considering this bike, but not for eighteen thousand dollars. I was Shit, thinking, no. I was thinking twelve. What did you know? There's no way. I was There's no way. 13. The base model is
1: going to be twelve.
0: I thought it'd be like
1: nine. No, no. Those 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 days are gone, Chuck. Once they realized that they had the vintage machine and vintage machines were sexy, those prices went up through the freaking roof. Uh,
0: but that competition now. There's Ducatis making them.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, it doesn't matter.
0: Uh, he's fucked.
1: That just means people with receding hairlines will spend the money.
0: Fucking Honda, come out with one of these. <laughs> Make it lame. Kill that Make market. Make it lame. <laughs> Kill that market. Kill it dead. <laughs> Do you kill it like you're killing adventure riding? <laughs> kill it like you kill everything else. <laughs> uh, it does look pretty sexy, though. It does. It does. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Did your hair just, like, move up your head a little? That was mm. weird.
1: <laughs> what? You were looking at the bike really hard, and I swear your hairline just, like, trickled back a little bit.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. It's weird. Shut up. <laughs> 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 we have a guest this week. Yes, we do. Fuckers. Okay, so we're on with Spencer Hill, the gear dude. Dude, not to be confused with another gear person of a unspecified gender. <laughs> okay, so we're on with Spencer Hill, the gear dude. Dude, not to be confused with another gear person of a unspecified gender. <laughs> Yeah. Hi, Spencer. How you doing?
2: I'm doing well. How are you guys? Uh,
0: good. We're grand. goodish. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. So I met Spencer at uh, the Aim Expo. Uh-huh. Hey, did I mention I went to the Aim Expo this year? It you came got, up. It, yeah, I went to the mm-hmm. show. I got yeah. to see all the hang out mm-hmm. with yeah. really fascinating people uh-huh. and have them come on yeah. the show. People like Spencer here, our guest. Oh, excellent. Yeah.
2: Industry insiders, the real movers and shakers, you know? Exactly. This
1: guy, Gear Dude. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, he, he is a, a dude who ha- has gear... Uh, he has a lot of tattoos. That doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't really narrow it down in this community, Chuck. I don't know if you've noticed, but at least a little ink is practically like table stakes.
0: <laughs> so Spencer is into, like, adventure writing. He has a blog at com. Where he's, he does gear reviews. Um, he talks about like just the writing in general. Um, he comes up with really cute sayings like totes and stuff. <laughs> they, <you> know, <laughs> those
1: things the kids love. He is surely popular with the kids these days. <laughs> Spencer, Indeed. are you popular with the kids these days?
2: Uh, maybe. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I, I like to think he has his pulse on, on the adventure kid community. <laughs> the yeah. adventure hipster.
2: Oh, wow, that would have been a good one. Instead of the gear dude, the adventure hipster. I would have had to have, like, a man bun, but I totally could have done it.
1: Chuck you need to go reserve that site and make pay uh, exactly.
2: it pay for us. Yeah. <laughs> the adventure get on hipster it
1: right now. <laughs> get all the money out of him.
0: <laughs> one of us should be the adventure hipster. We should just start it up as a joke. Yeah. And like see it. how far we get like a moped and just do like these pictures of off-road mopeds mm-hmm. and some really like fun. <laughs> you
2: know what? I, you know what I saw the other day they actually have clip-on man buns now. Yes. So you could just they have, do. Like, What? A clip-on, clip-on one. Clip-on man Bullshit. buns. Yeah. This yeah. is a thing. Have yeah. you reviewed that on your site? Oh, I'm going to. <laughs> should should that go on I, the outside in, of the helmet? I live in Seattle, my friend. I I mean, oh, you're eat a man bun. Or, you're in the beating heart. You just can't cut it.
0: He's a sailor. Oh, really? To bring that up, yeah, he's a he's a merchant marine. We're a merchant yeah, marine, correct? Yeah. And now uh, he does like ferry work. Oh. He puts on some wings. He got a little wand. <laughs> he runs around. Not quite. How long have you been riding motorcycles, Spencer?
2: Uh, since like 2008, I think, is when I got my first bike. Oh, okay. Yeah. And Not, how old were you? That was a 1969 uh, Honda CL175. Oh, my God. <laughs> how old would you
0: have been back
2: then? Uh, I think I was... 20 or no okay uh no i was definitely 21 because i remember drinking while working on that motorcycle okay not that i wouldn't have drank before that but
0: obviously but you were
1: doing it legally and you know when you're working on a motorcycle that old it really seems to help (laughs) yeah
2: Yeah, especially an old honda like that
0: so you're not like a late bloomer to, to riding what got you into wanting to grab an old piece of shit bike and try to make it go
2: well i uh i loved working on cars and, uh, I, had, you know, busted my knuckles on a bunch of old cars and, uh, I had a friend get a motorcycle, uh, like a brand new motorcycle. And he was like, Oh dude, you got to buy one of these. It's actually, uh, one of the, uh, triumph, uh, you know, throwback bikes. Oh, the and classics. Like, yeah. Yeah. He's like, you gotta buy one of these. It's like the coolest thing ever. And I was like, that is the coolest thing ever, but I can't afford it. So <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> twenty gonna...
1: grand. Throwback Honda time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Throwback the time. And so yeah, that was like the thing. I bought this piece of crap for like four hundred bucks, I think. And uh put a new tank on it, rebuilt the engine, uh rebuilt the carb, and then I think I sold it for like fifteen hundred bucks.
1: Nice. Oh profit. Wow. Well
2: Yeah. Covered the parts
0: anyway. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I wish I would have bought like ten old Hondas about ten years ago because you could just sell them for ridiculous oh amounts of money now
0: to adventure I, hipsters.
1: I think of I think <laughs> of, hipsters. Yeah, I think of Purple Rain, my my first crappy Suzuki, a, a nineteen eighty one GS seven fifty L, and I'm like, I could sell it to some guy with a man bun for just <laughs> just so much money. Oh yeah, <laughs> the hundred fifty dollars profit I made on it. Not I could do so much better than that.
0: Yeah, you could. <laughs> have you seen? That Macklemore video that that oh, yeah. came out. Oh yeah, Spencer had these, the uh, the with all the mopeds.
2: I don't know if I've seen that one. I think the only one I've seen is the thrift shop one.
0: That this one, it's it's him singing an anthem and glory of hipsters and mopeds.
2: Huh. Yeah, that sounds about par for yeah. Macklemore.
0: It fits. It fits. Yeah, it is, that's that's the market, man. That's that's where you got you got to put your finger on that pulse as the adventure hipster. <laughs> yeah. I want him to change his name. Can you tell? Us? <laughs> I'm getting that.
1: The full court press. Okay. So, so what led from shitbag Honda to the gear dude?
2: Okay. Well, yeah, that was easy. Then, I, then I jumped up to I could actually uh, a four. I kind of like advanced in my career, whatever you want to say. I had money, and so I bought a 2008 uh, Triumph Bonneville T100, and. I got on the thing and I didn't get off of it. It was the first bike that I put 10,000 miles on and in oh, wow. one year, you know. And uh, I took it from Seattle down Highway 101 all the way down the coast of Mexico with my uh, wife on the back. And then we toured up through California and back up through Yellowstone. We were gone for a month. So basically, after that trip, I was like, screw it, I'm doing bikes forever. <laughs> all the time you know this is my thing was like, now yeah well it's kind of like a watershed moment i was like i need to travel on these things and then right around the same time uh people were like will you travel off-road on these things and i was like what and uh <laughs> so that uh so I, as soon as i got back from that trip i i sold that bike and uh well i don't know if it was right after it was like the following winter and then i got my uh uh bmw uh F-650GS, and then uh, I started uh, doing adventure stuff, and I've kind of been uh, gear dutying it ever since. But, I mean, only uh, I, I only started the site, like, last February, I believe. Hmm.
0: Huh. How'd you find the bonnie for 2UP Touring?
2: Um, Well, it, it wasn't good for it. Um, I put a ton of money into the bike to to try to make it better. I put Olin's suspension... Uh, on the front and back and uh I got some um pannier racks from Norman Hyde I want to say okay. and then I put like GV boxes on the side and then I even mounted or made up like a bracket for the a top case so if you can imagine a Bonnie with like uh like big GV side cases and a big top box that's that's what it looked like on down the road
0: okay yeah i had a thruxton and i was just like i i found it kind of anemic so well he,
1: he, he is now on a bmw 650 which you know well yeah. it'll get you there
2: no <laughs> uh, well no now i'm on the ktm 690
0: oh okay so well, it'll nice. get you there
2: on one wheel. Yeah,
0: he's fancy now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Things are all fancy. He's adventure now.
1: Okay, so so you you big into the adventure riding. You do the the blog talking about different gear. Um, so what you see at the aim show that you found exciting? What 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 blew your skirt up there?
2: <laughs> what blew my skirt up? Uh, the Cena products. They were uh, they uh, they're definitely uh, doing some really cool stuff um, with the. You know, the the helmet, the new Quiet helmet that they're putting out uh, or the sound-canceling helmet, you know, it's not really like an adventure thing. But That's I cool. think the way that technology is going, I think it's pretty cool. And uh, then I, I love all their other stuff like their action cameras, their prism camera, and the the new XS and stuff. So I thought that was really cool stuff.
0: Okay. And one thing I, I thought that I remember you guys being excited about that I didn't quite get was the the new Shoeberth slash Tour Tech helmet?
2: Oh yeah, the the Starbucks Adventure helmet.
0: Yeah, can you tell me what's so what's so great about this thing?
2: Well, I mean, I've always kind of liked the idea of a modular helmet. I've never owned a modular helmet, but I always thought it would be kind of cool. Like when you pull up somewhere, like a toll booth or something, and just flip the thing open and be like, "Yeah, I can talk to you, and you can hear me."
0: You like the full face and and the cl- and the open. You like to go yeah. both ways, is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you, you swing both ways. <laughs>
2: swing both ways. Because you're a sailor. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, and, uh, the other thing is, too, since I've been doing this Gear Dude thing, I got to do a lot of photography crap and uh, yeah, so it. clunk. Clunk. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a pain in the ass to have it when you get off your bike every time, I'm sure you guys know, you got to take off the helmet to take pictures and, then, you know, all that crap. So I thought that would be easier. Um, but I still I still haven't tested one. But I mean, the downsides is it's it's a modular, so it's going to be heavier than a normal helmet. It's got an internal sun visor, which means it won't be Snell approved, probably. Uh, and uh, oh,
0: Snell won't approve helmets with internal visors.
2: Yeah, I thought there was something with that that because depends, of but they, generally no. What? Yeah. It probably depends.
1: Because uh, keep in mind, Snell is designed for two really hard impacts in the same place. Yeah. So the visor, basically you end up with two layers and it's, I don't know. So, so like they, they, they say about about the it's not good. Breaking? I don't know.
2: Yeah. My understanding was that just the, the way that the the visor, breaking up the padding in two parts on either side of the, the visor, like kind of, it doesn't like compromise it, but it just can't meet the same requirement. Hmm. But I mean, they could change that. I mean, it is mm-hmm. Um and and then usually modular helmets are are uh, yeah, louder. Anyway. Oh yeah, um, yeah. But it, it's a Schuberth, so who knows?
0: Was there anything about this particular helmet that you found really exciting, or was it just like the idea, you know? Oh, cool! It's shoebirth doing an adventure modular. Um, and it looks I- kind of robotechy.
2: I don't know. I just I think uh, a, a modular helmet is kind of a cool idea for adventure riding, um, you know, because it's slow speed stuff. You can just flip it open, you know, but um, I mean, it wasn't uh, it's pretty exciting because they've never done an adventure helmet before. I found it more exciting that they they teamed up with TourTech.
1: Do you think they'll offer it in brushed aluminum?
2: Uh <laughs> doubtfully. Doubtfully.
0: You could you could paint it, I'm sure. Yeah. 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 I'm sure Tech will offer that as a
1: Would color they offer option. would they offer like like brushed aluminum decals for it,
0: maybe? Because TorTech was, oh, was uh they were showing us their version of the helmet at their booth mm-hmm. and they were doing um little tweaks to it. Like they had three D printed out a different um muzzle the front of the helmet what muzzle's yeah, the, good the, the,
2: the, the vent, vent, vents the, the vents vent they, had,
0: the they had 3D printed out a whole a different way to do the venting and stuff oh, okay. so their helmet looked more adventure-y adventure so I'm sure they'll it looked, they'll it looked
2: a, less like a, a Master Chief helmet which
0: is a, in my opinion a negative <laughs>
2: yeah
0: <laughs> But, uh, you know, yeah, I'm sure Tortek will make up for it by offering a brushed aluminum paint Something. custom job, yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, but one of the things I found interesting is that uh, unlike Tortek's other helmet, wh- there, it's going to be the exact same price point. And uh, Shoeberth is actually going to do all the warranty stuff. So you're buying it, – it's like the same thing mm, as just, buying the regular Shoeberth, really. So and it's just you, kind you, of you rebranded
0: for TourTech with mm. some yeah. nifty with different some, plastic stuff.
2: Well, what I, from what I hear, it, the, the whole venting will be much better. On the Touratech version, because it's the kind of slanted towards more off-road riding, right? But well, I remember
0: knows. the the Touratech booth guy specifically said they were trying to make it look more adventurous. <laughs> I'm,
2: I'm not lying. Shocked. <laughs> that is the name of the game. <laughs> I'm trying to think uh, what else was uh, interesting at the AIM Expo Was
0: there anything uh, like from an adventure riding standpoint that was particularly uh, interesting?
2: Yeah, that adventure—the uh, modular adventure helmet. Because yeah, TurTech
0: Tur-Tec didn't have much of a presence at this one.
2: Hey, you guys no. want to buy some
0: boxes? Maybe
2: a Skid Play it. Okay, want, want a catalog? Catalog. <laughs> <laughs> they did have a lot of catalogs there,
0: but not really compared to like what they bring to the IMS Look, show. They for only example. had a small truck. <laughs> like I, I remember one IMS show I went to, they had built what looked like a fortress out of their catalogs. <laughs> <laughs> amateur tech catalogs it, it was a tower bullets. you could have put you know rapunzel at the top of it
2: <laughs> yeah but, i don't know they were still trying to push those catalogs they were like oh yeah, yeah please they're... take these uh, the, the more we give away the less we have to take back
0: we well, don't want to put them back in boxes
2: <laughs> they're so truck. heavy <laughs> uh
0: twisted throttle had a pretty good presence there
2: yeah and they were right up front like right near the entrance
0: uh was there anything at the twisted throttle booth that you thought was pretty cool?
2: uh what are their new hard bags they're called uh, the tracks bags oh yeah yeah i think that's what they're called i think those look pretty clean and they've got a lot of uh, interesting features on them that uh kind of surpass the the tour tech uh boxes like uh you know how on bmw stock hard panniers uh they've got like a mounting where you don't have to open the box to remove it from the bike Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: well twisted throttle did the same thing with these tracks boxes which is like ingenious because it's a pain in the ass to have to unload stuff and open the lid to to take the uh the boxes off and i thought that was cool and their their latches seem to be pretty good i mean they seemed really comparable uh, to any of the other stuff out on the market, which I thought was pretty cool. Wait,
1: wait, wait! You have to you have to take the stuff out of the panniers to take them off.
2: Yeah, with like the Tour Tech, with the Tour tech ones and stuff, you do. Yeah, they have like a lock on the inside.
1: Oh God! John was always talking up how great they were. I'm like, dude, wow, he's full of crap. My, uh, <laughs> I'm boxes. spoiled by the by the by the. T- <laughs> I've got the Pelican cases, the uh, the Caribou cases,
0: yeah. and you just just like. <laughs> Well, right off with all the shit in them uh, it's not all i mean my hepco and becker bags you don't have to take the stuff out to, yeah. to take them off the bike isn't an aluminum can thing maybe it's uh, uh it's yeah they do like sort of this locking thing on the inside with their pucks and stuff
2: yeah, um, yeah. and don't get me wrong i love the tour tech boxes but that's just like the one thing that's kind of like and the frustrating thing is that tour tech makes the uh the oem boxes for bmw So it's like, Tourtech, why can't you just make a version of those that's not BMW ones so they can fit on other bikes, you know?
0: They probably have, like, some agreement with BMW. (laughs) You cannot make these boxes for us bikes. So Twisted Throttle was coming out with kind of newer, slicker boxes. Tourtech had had brought to the show, um, they were trying to make more lower-cost boxes, Hmm. more, like, entry-level boxes. Sure.
2: Yeah, I did, I did a review on of the boxes. uh Zegamundo uh, boxes that they came out with their uh, low low quote unquote low cost
0: mm-hmm. painters at, at the at the geardude.com
2: Uh, that review is in the latest issue of ADV Moto magazine.
0: No, uh, ADV Moto magazine. I was trying to plug you, but, you know, fuck you then.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You can find out more information about that at www.thegeardude.com.
0: Apparently not. (laughs) (laughs) What'd you think of those? Can you, can you give us a little hint of what you, what what was the, uh, final word about those boxes?
2: The Zegamundos, I mean... uh, I, I liked them a lot they're super lightweight I mean inexpensive is sort of a relative thing uh, as far as that kind of luggage goes but I mean they're pretty cost effective inexpensive
1: um, for turret tech like
2: KLR
1: inexpensive or
2: like strong <laughs> no, inexpensive nothing <laughs> is KLR, KLR inexpensive, inexpensive. <laughs> I don't I don't think that. <laughs> styrofoam uh, they're still are like, like buck. 1100 bucks I think
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> holy shit that's the entry oh my god <laughs> <laughs> that's not including
2: the racks. Yeah, that's not including the racks.
1: What? Is that I what know.
2: they're going I, for? I really liked them. Wow. I I mean I I've gone down with them on, on my bike and <laughs> they've been fine and uh uh, yeah, I, I think they're pretty rough and tumble. And yeah, it's
0: five like five fifty a box. Yeah.
1: Oh my god, I paid five hundred bucks for both boxes in the rack. Of course, adventuring wasn't cool then, but
0: I was just to just be, be
1: clear. I got my adventure boxes
2: before it was cool. Okay, <laughs>
0: good. I, I was not. You are the adventure hipster. <laughs> Holy crap! I gotta get you a man only, bun.
2: Only an adventure hipster would claim to do something before all the other adventure hipsters. Did I
0: have they. to get you a man bun.
2: Todd, you're going to be the adventure hipster. That's that's a great stocking stuffer, by the way. Man buns, Flip on man buns. Oh, I thought you were going to say Zegamundos. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't know. No, I'm not. I'm not getting paid by tour tech. <laughs> You know what, kids? You know what's the best under the Christmas tree? Zegamundo panniers They
0: virtually wrap themselves
2: <laughs> in dollar bills
0: that you immediately send to tour yeah <laughs> I wasn't oh. a huge fan of the latches on the on the Mundo's, at least the one they had at the show. Yeah. They confused me. Did they, they con- seem like they'd stand up to being overpacked and leaned on and jammed close? Oh, they seemed like they were very sturdy and, and mm-hmm. um, would endure abuse. They were just confusing me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I kept, <laughs> like, shaking the lid, trying to get that, the lid off. I, that could <laughs> have been
2: a little bit of user user error. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm a, I'm a Spencer on this one. I think it sounds like easier problems.
1: <laughs> Operator error strikes again.
2: Uh, I actually just got one of their uh, um, one of their new uh, KTM orange uh, Aventuro uh, carbon helmets. It's pretty cool. Wow! Oh, but they they call it Nambia orange or something, but it's it's KTM orange.
0: So, age old question: Which side of the fence are you on, hard or soft?
2: Um. I don't know. It's really hard to say. I like running uh, hard boxes a lot just because it pisses people off to no end. <laughs> when they really? see me on, like, I've done some trails here in Washington and, like, doing uh back road discovery routes and stuff, and people are like, you're going to break your leg. No, what? you can't. You can't do that with hard boxes. It's impossible. You're a madman. You know, and I'm just like, what the fuck ever? Oh, can I swear? Sorry. Yeah, you yeah. can swear. It's
0: cool. <laughs> you haven't noticed I, i've said fuck you to you about three or four times now and you're oh, okay. like can i swear <laughs> yes this is a kid's show how dare you yeah. sir <laughs> how dare you
2: yeah uh but uh, on the other hand like uh i kind of prefer soft luggage but i i do like rocking The hard luggage just because it pisses people off and because it's like having a trunk on your motorcycle, you know. I I like going to the grocery store, picking up groceries or whatever, running around town because I like doing a lot of that on my bike. Mm -hmm. And it's just easy, you know. You just throw the crap in and you go. But uh, I prefer soft luggage. Good waterproof soft luggage is probably my preference. How come? Um, Just because it it does hold up better, you know, like – my, my Zegamundos, I've gone over at least a dozen times with those things. You know, some slow, some moderate speeds. And, uh, you know, they're kind of banged up now. And uh, you got to kind of bang them back into place. And I, I mean, I just don't think they'll last as long as, like, a, a, a set of uh, Moscow Moto bags or something like that. Also, soft luggage has come a long way from when I first started using it, like the Wolfman Roll Tops. And stuff like that, like the Moscow Moto bags are, are like beyond advanced with uh, their Molly mounting systems and all the different layers and the materials they use and stuff. They're just like, it's pretty cool stuff.
0: What bugs you about adventure riders?
2: Uh, preconceived notions. Like you can't do that unless you have – a twelve hundred GS or you can't do that because you have a twelve hundred G S. Or you can't go there or you need this, that kind of stuff. That really annoys me.
0: So like you'll be riding along and there's a man in a ranger outfit with a hat saying, You can't go there and you're like, <laughs> fuck you dude
2: And then he writes me like a thousand dollars National Forest ticket.
0: And you're like, adventure
2: <laughs> for adventure <laughs> just ride past him <laughs> uh, like yeah we're going to arrest him like
0: <laughs> we're going to tase
1: him we'll just be waiting <laughs> at the road <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah but i mean that, that kind of stuff just uh, annoys me you know and people say you can't tour on i i can't say how many people have told me you can't tour on a KTM 690 it's like, well, I—I I mean, I put twelve thousand miles on my six ninety this this summer. Why can't you know? We? Oh, because people say, oh, it's too small, doesn't have enough power. I love uh, that argument. Doesn't have enough power, and uh, you know, it's uncomfortable or whatever. People go around the world on Honda ruckuses and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you can do it on whatever.
0: Do you tour two up on the the KTM?
2: Oh God, my wife hates it. <laughs> <laughs> See, i didn't <mean>, know <laughs> the seat's just not bigger i mean the bike let's get real the bike isn't meant for for two people on it but i mean we've mm-hmm. done day trips and stuff and i mean she really likes riding mm-hmm. uh that's kind of like my only uh my only reason why i kind of want another bigger bike is so that my wife and i can do two up two two up touring how about her riding her own yeah i don't know i mean that's one of those things like i would love it I, absolutely love it if she if she wanted to do it but I don't want it to be like a sort of unnatural thing I don't want to have to like push her to do it yeah. well, here,
1: what you do is you take her to an MSF class right and you get her in the class and then while she's taking the class you like stand over like off to the side and sort of like just stare and breathe heavy and stuff they love that that's, <laughs> that's a huge help to students I encourage all the spouses to do it all the time
0: you know, I thought might be a good idea if you, if you take the, the woman to the MSF class you drop her off during the day mm-hmm. and then like during the afternoon afternoon portion when they're out in the range you come up in the car or your truck and you're in a trailer and you've got her brand new 1200 GS in the back uh-huh. and you're like look honey it's all you big red bow on it
2: uh-huh. ready to go because that's that's what every new rider needs—a a, six hundred and fifty-pound motorcycle. Well, yeah, it's worth twenty-five grand.
1: You just, you know, well, you yeah. just gotta. Well, uh, well, what are the words? Well, you gotta respect the power, respect and the bike,
0: you gotta, yeah. uh, you know. Well, you know, you slow. get the uh, good enough set of Tour Tech bags mm-hmm. on that bike. It's yeah. not gonna tip over guards. far. Well, it's, it's already true.
2: got the heads. They come out. Yeah, you, you, you know. just you land on the engine. It's uh, it's not going to go far. Don't. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's not bad for it or anything. You
0: push the BMW menu button, the black helicopter comes out and just puts you back up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let me get that for you. Thanks. <laughs>
1: Thanks, Heinrich. <laughs> that's the real problem. Is Heinrich's going to start showing up to pick your bike up? You're in big trouble
0: then. <laughs> what's What's the worst thing that's happened to you out on the, on a uh, off road ride? Uh, I uh, because it sounds like you've gone down a lot, so you know,
2: yeah, but I mean, I do that sometimes for stupid reasons, yeah, like because I my kickstand's in super mushy ground and it just falls over while I'm off trying to take a picture of the bike just so, to add insult to injury. But so sometimes, what's
0: it's the worst I, or like what's the silliest thing that's happened to you out there?
2: Uh, at the tour tech rally this year, I Totally flipped over my handlebars, kind of did a nice little slide down a dirt road just because uh, it was super dusty, and everybody kept saying, you know, don't don't get in the cloud, man, don't get in the cloud, don't follow too close.
0: And you said, of course, fuck was, you, man.
2: Yeah, I was like, because adventure, I'm gonna follow close.
0: <laughs>
2: and, uh,
0: for adventure,
2: <laughs> for adventure, and then I'm I came a up pattern. on like a, a a two and a half foot deep wash out in the in the road i was coming down and the guy that was riding behind me he goes well the first thing he said to me is he goes dude you rolled like a ninja but the second thing he was like yeah man you went the right direction but your bike didn't follow you
0: (laughs) i'm sensing a pattern in in how spencer
2: operates here and i screamed for adventure as (laughs) i (laughs)
1: am
2: Uh, I, that I burned out, sense. uh, I burned out my clutch, uh, in the middle of nowhere. Wait, are you Idaho. fucking with me? <laughs> are you fucking, did someone put you up to this? No. I, no, man, I'm serious. I burned real out real my shot. clutch in Idaho, middle of nowhere. Were you, were you in the middle of nowhere? Were you at the bottom of a valley? Please say yes. No, I was actually on the top of a mountain. We ended up, uh. I was with uh, my friend John Summers from Climb, and we were doing a ride, and uh, we ended up on, like, this abandoned Jeep track, basically. Like, seriously, some old lady from the town. Stop that looking just at me in, like that. She, they... like, she, like, begged us to not go over this, like, little mountain pass thing, and uh, we ended up, <laughs> For we ended up getting up there. and uh, Yeah, I totally smoked my clutch, and uh, so I literally, like, coasted down. Like, I could get it to engage a little bit, So I, like, coasted down these steep-ass hills with, uh, you know, like, baby head-sized rocks and stuff. Uh And I got to the bottom, and I...
0: I uh, know exactly what that's like.
2: Yeah. It was really, really terrible, actually. It is
0: really terrible, especially when you get to the bottom, and you're now faced with going back up.
2: (laughs) Well, thankfully, I didn't have to do that. I just had to make it to the the nearest town. You didn't have to call your
1: friend in the middle of the night with GPS
0: coordinates? Uh Uh-huh. Because (laughs) you were literally just on a... Rocky walking trail somewhere in the middle of the night.
2: Where did you do that? Or what bike were you on? First? I, I was on. That the, was the, the first Buell. The Buell and Ulysses. Its first
0: clutch. Yeah, the Ulysses. Nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: no wonder you like this guy. <laughs> it's a kindred I was,
0: spirit. I was a little optimistic about uh, going going on this this. It turned out to be a hiking trail okay so so <laughs> what do
1: you think of the notion though Spencer I mean Honda has come out with the the adventure viffer has adventure bike biking jumped the shark
2: no I I mean I don't think so I uh, I think it's like a lot of other stuff I don't really think it's a trend though you know but maybe that's just me and uh, if it if if it got a little bit smaller, that wouldn't bother me because I'm going to still do it. So it might make it a more uh, uh, a more involved community, you know, kind of boil the fat off the top.
0: You mean like not all hang out at Starbucks?
2: Yeah. Yeah, sort of. But I mean, I'm a big fan of, the, of it growing as well. And, sure. Uh, I just think that we need to break down these preconceived notions, you know, like you can't do things because you don't have a 20-inch the, wheel. A 20 inch wheel, you're like, oh, no, can't take it. Can't take it with off road tires. Gotta get a set of of woody wheels on that motherfucker. Off road experience.
0: Any real clue uh, as to how to ride a 600 pound motorcycle down a a rocky hiking path?
2: hey, you got to learn fast. You learn by experience, right? You do You
0: do learn things.
2: Well, <laughs> the thing I like about adventure writing is that all of these barriers of
1: what you shouldn't do can all be overcome by being really dumb or just giving
2: zero fucks. <laughs> I'm a good mixture of both.
0: <laughs> I was going to say, there's a, I'm seeing a clear pattern of how Spencer approaches There's it. a reason I can't mount a
1: center stand anymore, and you know, it's for adventure. <laughs> for
2: adventure. Uh, I used to love that on the BMW, uh, when the bike was on the center stand, just riding off, just walking <laughs> off the center stand and then riding off like, for adventure.
1: <laughs> I used to like doing that in the Strom before I uh, <clears throat> might have gone two up on a dirt road and bottomed out and, yeah. Ripped it off? Well, the, the part, you see, the part of the Strom that the center stand mounts to is number two on the parts fiche, and the holes are really bent out of shape, so they're shaped like bananas where it mounts. <laughs> the part two is frame.
0: In case anybody wasn't aware of that. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. So it seems like you've got a kind of a big thing you're you're pushing lately. Why don't you talk to us about that?
2: Yeah, I'm doing a, a trip called First Ride Up the Divide. Wait a minute, on a 650? You can't do that! Uh, no, it's impossible. <laughs>
0: You'll never it's make
2: a real, it! It's a real fool's errand. Metal boxes! Gonna, if only if only we were doing it on BMW 650s, then we could have Heinrich come along and pick us up. <laughs> <laughs> well, Heinrich, we got fucked in the again. middle of nowhere.
0: <laughs> Heinrich, I'm out of coffee! <laughs> <laughs> Heinrich!
2: Coffee! Uh, anyways, yeah, but we're... Um, So, me and a a group of riders are uh, riding the Continental Divide Trail from Mexico to Canada. And we're taking two guys with us that have never been on a motorcycle before. And so, they're going to learn how to ride motorcycles and learn how to ride off road uh, on this uh, 3,000 mile uh, dirt uh, off road trip. So, it should be pretty cool.
0: How long do you see it taking?
2: Uh well that kind of depends. I've got uh, a couple different stage <laughs> levels. Like if they if they work to like optimal performance, we're looking at fourteen days. Okay. But we've got an extra seven days built in there just in case. <laughs> For clutch repair and Heinrich For clutch, make clutch his way repairs out. and stuff. Where, yeah. What are the new guys but, gonna ride? Uh K L R six fifties, Kawasaki K L R six fifties. Oh, okay,
0: there you go. So, no, no great loss. if
2: <laughs> oh, the KLR fell over. Eh. <laughs> yeah. I broke the star
0: from side case. Call Heinrich. Uh, never mind. <laughs> Heinrich yeah. shows up immediately bends one of the KLRs. <laughs> the first thing he
2: does every time he shows up is kicks one over.
0: <laughs> I, I thought you wanted me to do this.
2: <laughs> well, on the, on the other end of the spectrum, uh, Steve from... Uh, Cafe Racer podcast. He's going to take his brand new KTM 1290 Adventure on the trip. The, so did we'll he really like, get it? I thought he didn't get it. Oh yeah, oh yeah, he got it. He's he was, put over, he's put over a thousand miles on that thing already.
0: Oh, maybe it was something else. He was sending me pictures today of a KTM 1290.
2: Yeah, he's oh. in love with that thing as yeah. it rightfully should be. It's a beast,
1: and he'll have he'll have as much power oh, as everyone else on the trip. Combined. He was sending me pictures of
0: the Super Adventure. <laughs> That's mm.
1: okay. Oh, he only has the weenie adventure?
0: No, no, no. He's got
2: the super adventure.
0: Oh, then what the hell was he sending me today? Steve, tell me what you were sending. Because they me, he was sending it to me and James, and we asked him <laughs> if he bought it. He was like, nah.
1: What? Didn't get the super adventure. You just got the wuss adventure.
0: So, Ooh, I 120 know. horsepower. <laughs> yeah, it was just uh, a different a different super
2: adventure. It was mm. white. Uh, uh, that's all I remember. Yeah. So yeah, he's, but he's the... going?
0: Is, is uh, Crash going?
2: Uh, I don't know yet. Um, we're kind of unsure. We've got five. There's five of us that are committed right now and 100% for the trip. Um, and then uh, he might come out for a sex. He he, he might have trouble getting the time yeah. to, to do it is the only thing. Yeah. So we don't know. Can we come? Yeah. You guys are more than invited. You guys are in Utah, right? Yeah. Yeah. You guys are really close. Just going to hop on i will show up on the Ural. <laughs> yeah. The car, Can we, we bring t- the Ural? Whoever's on you guys the Ural. gotta have ice cream in the Ural. The the only yeah.
1: I say whoever's in the sidecar, I'll be eating an ice cream and be three
0: sheets to the wind. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like this. Yeah, I could do it in the Ural.
2: <laughs> I won't give a shit about cool. my clutch. If you, br- if you bring the Ural out, you gotta, you gotta let me ride one. Ride it because I've never ridden one before.
0: Yeah, sure.
1: That's him, officer. The one who stole the Ural. <laughs> In the ditch
0: he, under he the bike.
2: Off
0: screaming adventure. <laughs> For adventure, and then he immediately flipped it.
2: <laughs> his first right turn.
0: He's okay. We just keep giving him ice cream. <laughs>
2: he- Heinrich refuses yeah, yeah.
0: to lift it off him.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, Heinrich would especially hate the euro. Yep, <laughs> he's got a chip on his shoulder. <laughs> Take one look at it and just hand you a hammer. When are you going? Uh, we right now we're looking at uh July 10th July of next
0: year for like 21 days.
2: Yeah, that's let's hope it doesn't go 21 days. We're we're shooting for 14. 14 to 21 days.
0: I I kind of like this idea. I might be able to swing this.
2: Yeah, I mean it it's the the whole idea behind the trip is to get people involved and to show people, you know, that anybody can do this and show people how accessible adventure writing is. And, you know, if you put a little bit into it, like this is how much of an experience you can get out of that, Mm -hmm. you know? And that's why I love adventure writing so much, you know, traveling in the middle of nowhere, getting to see all this incredible stuff that, that people don't see normally, you know? So, I mean, I just want to kind of show people that, this is accessible that you two can do this, you know, and uh, so I, I think it'll be a cool trip. And then you know uh, we're gonna have some cool people stop by at different points in the trip. And like if you guys could come in for a couple days or whatever, you know, it, it'd just be really cool. Yeah, Sweet. I
0: mean, who better as a poster boy for you too can do this? <laughs> yeah, you moron! Can you, do this? Yours truly. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, <laughs> I like to ride adventure. So-
1: <laughs> So is that intended to be then a movie book, something like that, after the fact?
2: Well, maybe uh, blogging yeah, and- and, uh, a couple of things. We're we're going to do – there's going to be at least one or two articles involved covering the trip. Uh, I mean, if you got
0: Steve going, then you, for sure he's bringing all of his gear.
2: Yeah, and then we're doing we'll, – we're for sure doing a, a web series uh like where we're gonna to try to have one camera on each rider's helmet and one camera on each rider's bike mm-hmm. and we're gonna do a ton of footage that way and then Steve's also gonna have his two of his handhelds so we're gonna we're gonna try to do a, a kind of series of episodes I don't know how many we're gonna do but it's just gonna cover the whole thing from, we're going to start covering it from when these guys take their MSF uh, beginner classes, you know? So it'll be from, from like the, the very beginning of them getting on a motorcycle to them finishing this epic adventure.
0: Okay. So I got to ask, how did you talk these guys into that?
2: They were into it. They were already asking me to do something like this because they had actually came with uh, a friend uh, of mine and we went on uh the oregon backcountry discovery route mm-hmm. um and they were in a jeep following us and uh they were like way into it and they loved it and they were like man we got to get on bikes and me and my buddy were like yeah you got to get on bikes and uh so that, you know, <laughs> and
0: they're like they're like hitting each other in the ribs
2: yeah yeah get on bikes <laughs> <laughs> get on bikes man oh wait
0: no. Um, you know what Todd? you know what we should do we should do this with them in a side-by-side
2: <laughs> no Wait, crash already talked about that <laughs> because we we rode that side-by-side uh at the aim expo the thousand cc turboed one or 800 turbo or whatever the hell it was and it was like the arctic cat one or something but it was crazy and he was like yeah i just want to do it on this thing he would just be flying past us and
1: I have some tiny shred of dignity left. I'm not riding in a side-by-side. <laughs> Crash,
0: I'll do it with you. Let's take the side-by-side. <laughs> yeah. We'll just, like, pass one of them on the bike and just, like, sling a beer can at the helmet.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the guys won't be having enough problems. <laughs> yes, that's what they need. Out of the way, newbie. <laughs> yeah, you need to bring like a bullhorn with you, though, so you can like scare up PA system. Put less weight on your handlebars. You're Plus doing weight. it wrong. Break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and really try to fuck them up and explain like trail breaking to them and stuff. <laughs> this is the way you should do it. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah, on a trail, right? To guys, this episode this morning about uh, the trail braking, how you were at the track and all that stuff, and I was like, yeah, that is a great way to fuck somebody up that's just learning how to ride motorcycles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's
1: a, there's a reason that you know trail breaking is, and I, I've decided, and after much talking with Claire, is very useful in combination with in slow, out fast riding on the street. <laughs> For an experienced rider. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a terrible fucking idea for
0: a new rider. <laughs> so the first day of this trip, we're going to get them aside and be like, okay, now listen. Now that you're we're on a trail. a little secret. <laughs> they didn't teach you this in MSF, but this is a pro-technique pro-tip. <laughs> <laughs> and then just call
1: it trail-breaking <laughs> for the trails.
0: <laughs> it's an adventure.
1: Kids trail. who aren't getting this joke. Don't trail break in dirt; <laughs> it will not go well.
2: Yeah, just grab a whole lot of front brake. Go into a turn real fast. Grab a whole lot of front brake, and uh, just you know, just lean it'll over. It'll work out. It. It'll work out. Then you know, crash swing and your weight over.
0: Crash and I will climb in this side by side. <laughs> oh man! Side by side beer machine big old crit keg in the back
2: <laughs> yeah the keg wouldn't get sucking up at all
0: <laughs> hope you like foam uh, yeah. <laughs> chuck's doing the keg stand while they're going down the trail <laughs> so that's that's happening in july yeah wow i, I kind of i really want to kind of do this mm, nick pop in yeah Either yeah pop in or try to like do more of it
2: It'd be kind of yeah, cool to do it we're, on the Euro. We're, we're doing is uh, we're trailering all the bikes. Um, I think Steve might actually ship his bike, but we're trailering the bikes uh, from Seattle down to the start in uh, in New Mexico. And uh, so then we'll we'll start out with fresh tires and fresh oil and everything and uh, just take off from there.
0: Well, thanks, Sp- Spencer, for being on with us. This is uh, Spencer Hill, the gear dude. You can find him at www thegeardude.com and, and shortly
1: yeah. at Adventure Hipster
0: and uh, yeah we're going to find him at uh, Adventure <laughs> Hipster he's got articles showing up in uh, ADV Moto uh, anything else you want to plug there? Or?
2: Uh, you can find me on Instagram uh, thegeardude690 and uh, more information about First Ride Up the Divide at First Ride Up the Divide on Instagram and First Ride Up the Divide on Facebook
0: sweet we'll stick all the links in our show notes thanks for being on with us spencer
2: yeah thanks for having me all
0: right that sounds pretty exciting actually i i I would love because i haven't done a trip in fucking years tell me about it right all your friends had kids and you're like yeah 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 i haven't done nothing i think the last thing i did was the aborted um Oh, yeah, the the one where somebody's
1: buell blew up. Yeah, someone, We should have just kept riding and damned, damned the did. torpedoes in retrospect. Someone told you to do that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> someone gave you that I you, you should have kept riding the buell and damned the torpedoes. <laughs> the way it acted, I don't think so. Uh, you just, if it dies on the hog's back, you just push it off the edge.
0: <laughs> Walk away. I'm Walk pretty, away. pretty sure I
1: get fined for environmental something. That's when you like. say,
0: I, I crashed.
1: So. <laughs> It just it did weird stuff. I was barely able to save myself.
0: Why did you guys post this and Instagram all your video of you pushing it over to the side? And you got
1: all your clothes out of the side bags? That's and then really weird. peeing
0: on the fire that <laughs> happened. You had to hike it a mile and a half down to
1: get to the fire to pee on. It. <laughs> well, we didn't want it to catch anything on.
0: <laughs> you drank an entire 18-pack of beer just so you could keep peeing on it. I believe the fifth. <laughs> you put it all on Instagram. <laughs> You are not smart, sir. <laughs> yeah, but I got this new direction art. Yeah, you
1: know, the Divide trip could be cool. I think the only the only thing is, you know, like with any trip with a group of other people,
0: is much depends on the other people. Mm-hmm.
1: Much depends on the other people. I,
0: I, I would be pretty stoked to ride with, with Steve from Cafe Racer and, and Spencer. Mm-hmm. That would be pretty fun. I would be very stoked to ride in a side-by-side of Crash. I think that would be, that would be hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious! I think it'd be cool just to just do it on a euro mm-hmm. and fucking you know, just hot seat it the whole way there. Get, yeah, get me <laughs> and you out there on the euro and just fucking make sure we put a PA on there by the time we this or, rolls. Or at least get a hold of a megaphone. Traffic! Yeah. Traffic!
1: <laughs> we gotta go. <laughs> For it. <laughs> I am. <laughs> <laughs> there's, two, there's two well-fed guys in a Ural. <laughs> <laughs> Maximum speed. You really just shouldn't ask
0: questions like that. <laughs> Quick, start throwing stuff over to side. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Not the ice cream.
0: Why do we have 50 pounds of ice cream? Because <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't fit 60. <laughs> what kind of dumb question is that? Uh, what have you learned, Todd? I've learned that clearly we can't get enough ice cream in this bike. <laughs> what have you learned? I've learned that the Triumph Thruxton R is too much money. <laughs> That's what we got time for this week. Until next week, I'm Todd. And I'm Chuck. Ride safe, everyone. We'll see you next week. You can contact us at wheelnerds at gmail.com or leave us a message at area code 801-917-4136. Record an intro for our show of you and your bike, and maybe it'll be on a future show. Stickers and other merchandise is available at our website, www.wheelnerds.com. If you use iTunes or Stitcher, please leave a review for us. Hell, write our URL on bathroom walls if it helps. If you like
1: this podcast, you can find more like it at wheelnerds.com. This has been a Wheel Nerds production, all rights reserved. Readings from other sources are the property of their respective owners and are used with satirical intent. Don't don't
0: have your, your sex thing in here. Go, up, go out oh. there. Christ's sakes. Hold on. We're so professional. Do your sex thing outside. (laughs) Stop sexing in here. Go,
2: go, go. If I had a nickel for every time I heard that.
0: Go, go, go. Yeah, tell me about it.